Hello and welcome to the Study Apply Thrive Podcast. I am Vita Cash, your host, and I am so glad you're here. This week, we're going to just focus on one passage of scripture that I want you to study and apply so that you can thrive in every area of your life. So go ahead and grab a cup of tea, your journal, a pen and a Bible or your electronic note taker or whatever you have. And let's get into the word of God. Greetings, brilliant women. I hope you are doing fantastic on this wonderful January day. We are in the second week of January, and I call January goal setting and vision board season because at the end of every calendar year and at the beginning of a calendar year, many, many, many women of faith are thinking about what they want to accomplish together with God on that year. This year is 2023. What goals do I want to do? And you can call them goals or resolutions or uh, bold declarations or whatever you want to call them. But many of us share the same mindset at the beginning of the year. And we want to have direction. We want to know what we're going to accomplish. We want to be better than we were the year before. We want to increase our finances, increase our relationships and quality time with the people that we love the most. We want to do better with business. We want to have self-improvement with reading more books or uh, obtaining optimal health and wellness and getting more rest. We have great ideas, but as the year fizzles out, sometimes we don't have the right tools in place to keep those things together. And so if you've been around Flow Church for any length of time, you know that I'm a huge advocate of vision boards. And I think that it is a great tool that you can use and it's supported by the word of God. But before you do a vision board, I say this every year, I want you to spend a lot of time with God deciding who you're called to be because a vision board should not be trendy. Oh, and everybody's starting a business and everybody's traveling to Dubai and everybody's doing this. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. What is God calling you to in this season? And then how can you become the woman that you need to be in order to obtain those goals? Because anybody can set a goal, but it takes a woman of faith to be able to walk with God to be able to obtain those goals. Because if you obtain them by yourself, then you have to maintain them by yourself. But if you obtain them with God, then you always have God's presence and his power and his grace and his favor and his wisdom and every other resource that he's made available to you to maintain those goals. And that's the difference between having a stress-free life and having a life full of stress. You always want to do everything with the presence and the cooperation and the leading and the direction of God and Holy Spirit. And so as you're preparing for vision boards, at the end of the month, we're going to have a great vision board celebration and women's ministry. Go ahead and mark your calendar so you can be there with us. But there's some things I want you to go through and think about. So this week's scripture that I just want you to study, apply and thrive, just one verse of scripture is Psalms 34 verse four. And I meditate this scripture almost every day. It is one of my favorites. And I'm going to read it to you in the King James version. But I want you to also look at it in the message translation. If you don't have a message translation, I want you to get one. You can get it on your phone or you can actually buy a paper one. But either way, you should have access to it. Message translation makes me chuckle. (laughs) It is so funny. Um, Just the way that the writers just have this very in your face translation of the word of God. But here, let's read it in uh, the King James first, and then we'll look at a message. It says, uh, Psalms 34 and 4, I sought the Lord 
and he heard me and delivered me from my fears. I'm sorry, delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. The message translation says, God has always met me more than halfway and delivered me from my anxious fears. And what I love about this scripture is that it does two things. It reminds us that we have the ability to access God and his presence and that he's with us. He meets us more than halfway. We can seek him and he hears us and responds to us. And that too, point number two, he delivers us from all of our fears. And the message translation says our anxious fears. And what I love about this is that it doesn't say that there's any actual danger present, that there's actually anything there that can harm us. It says that he delivers us from our fears. And that lets us know that in too many occasions, is not anything on the outside coming against us. It's not society or any uh, systemic system that's holding us back. That That's the case sometimes. But in a lot of cases, it's our own fears that stop us from moving forward. So as you're thinking about your vision boards and your goals and all the things you want to do this year, I want you to move past fear. Allow God to deliver you from your anxious fear so that you can have the boldness to ask yourself the right questions so that you can move forward. Instead of just doing a vision board or goals that everybody else is doing, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to save $20,000. I'm going to buy an investment property. I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to uh, go travel to somewhere far away. I'm going to do this. Instead of doing that, I want you to sit with God and ask yourself, God, what do you want from me this year? What habits and behaviors do I need to let go of? What are some things I need to pick up? Who are some people that I need to approach to either build a relationship, mend a relationship, maybe be mentored? Who are the people I need to get away from? All of those hard questions that you might not want to ask yourself because of fear, because sometimes the answers to those questions are going to provoke you to do some things that you think you're not ready to do. But if Holy Spirit lays it on your heart, that means that it's time for you to move forward in it and it's time for you to do it and you can be able to move forward with vision. You can do a life without vision. You absolutely, you can get up every morning and breathe. Thank God for uh, that you're alive. Go through your day on like a remote control, just rote memory, doing something like that. Or you can work with God to develop the life that he's called you to that's full of his grace and full of his power and full of his healing and full of his deliverance and full of his favor. But you're going to have to be willing to sit down with him to create the vision that you want. Now, here's a good example of a life with vision versus a life without vision. We live in the Washington, D.C. area. Some people call it the DMV area. And we have something here called... Uh, 495. It's our beltway. And it's basically a big circle. I don't know. It's probably about 40 miles long, 50 miles long. It goes around the the core of the city area here. And you can get on 495 and you can drive around. If you stay on 495, if you get on 495 North and just keep driving all the way around, you'll come right back to the spot that you started in about an hour. Um, or there's another highway here called I-95. But I-95 goes from Maine, it actually almost touches the Canadian border, all the way down to 
um, Route 1 in Miami at the very tip of Florida. So you can take I-95 from Maine all the way down to Florida, or you can get on I-95 and just do circles. It takes the same amount of gas. It takes the same amount of skill with driving a car. It takes the same amount of alertness. It takes the same amount of skill with a car. It takes the fact that you need a car to get on 495 versus 95. The difference is that 95 is going to take you somewhere new. It's going to take you away from your comfort zone. It's going to take you away from your home, whereas 495 will just keep bringing you back to the same point, bring you back to the same point, bring you back to the same point. A life without vision just keeps bringing you in a circle back to the same point. A life with vision will take you to new places. You'll be able to see new things. Sometimes we stay on 495 because we know that if there is a car accident, if there's a traffic jam, that we can get off of 495 and we're skilled enough to be able to maneuver through the back streets and the side streets within the beltway to get to where we need to go. So it's comfortable because if something goes wrong, I have the ability to fix it. I have the ability to navigate and I'm putting emphasis on I because that's what we're thinking. But if we get on 95, we need a plan. We need a map. We need to have designated pit stops where we're going to stop for gas and stop for food and what hotels we're going to say that we need a plan. That takes a lot longer. And if something doesn't go to plan, it's a lot harder just to go back home. We have to come up with a second plan. We have to depend on God. So I want you to think about your vision board as you getting on 95 or if you want to go west, I'm talking north to south. If you want to go east to west, whatever highway, I think it's Highway 66, it takes you west. I want you to think about doing that. And so this week, I want you meditating on this scripture. I want you absolutely studying it. I want you to read it. I want you to write it. I want you to say it. I want you to memorize it. And I want you to share it. I want you to remind yourself that God will meet you more than halfway, that you have a part to do, but God's going to always do more. And he's going to deliver you from your anxious fears. And I want you just to allow that to be cemented in your heart and in your mind. Read it, write it, say it, memorize it, meditate on it every day. And then I want you to do it. I want you to start asking yourself the hard questions. This is all before you get to the vision board. Ask yourself the hard questions and be willing to sit with the answers. Be honest with yourself. I want you to think about it. I want you to remember it. I want you to journal about it. But more than anything, I want you to adjust yourself to it. I want you to apply the word to your life. Adjust yourself to this scripture. And then when you study and apply, you will thrive in this verse. You will understand and know that God will meet you more than halfway and that your anxious fears have no power in your life unless you allow it. Thank you for spending this couple minutes with me. I'm so excited about what God's going to do for all of us on I-95 or whatever highway you're using your imagination. We're going to go to great places this year. Continue to study and apply the word so you can thrive in every single area of life. If you want more minute more if you want more information about Flow Church, just visit us online at www.flow-church.org. I hope to see you at one of our Sunday services. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. I love you. And remember, you're a brilliant woman, a woman who's full of the light of the light and wisdom of Christ. Have a wonderful day.